Good morning, good morning. How are you? This is Brenda Eshen Shoshana, back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And actually, we should say your everyday life is Zen Wisdom, which is absolutely true. No separation. Everyday life, wisdom, this moment, that moment, here we are. Here we are together again, and I say hello. Pleasure to be here, and thank you for your wonderful, wonderful emails and for listening and sharing together. So the actual title for today's talk is No Such Thing as Stuck. (laughs) Or you could say Be More Stuck. (laughs) You know, so many of us feel stuck. That's a funny word. It's an amazing word, and I've experienced that as well many, many times. But particularly now, you know, we're in different, we may, may not be able to be as mobile as you, we usually are. We may be separated from those we love. Maybe, maybe our work plans are on hold due to the situation in the world right now. We're stuck. I've heard that over and over. I, I don't know how to proceed. I don't know where to go, what to do. So I, it came to me so strongly. Nobody is ever, ever stuck. What an illusion. Oh, my goodness. A common illusion. I've got to get somewhere. I've got to go somewhere. Somewhere else is better than right here, right now, in these conditions. These very conditions are actually perfect. They're it. Now, that may sound like a strange comment. How can this be perfect? I mean, it's a mess. Everybody knows it's a mess, right? <laughs> Who's everybody? What does it mean, a mess? And when, we're, when we think we're stuck, we can't move, we can't go, well, that's, perhaps that's a sign to just be where you are more and more deeply. Own it. Experience it. Welcome it. That spot, that situation, that condition Embody it. Be it. You know, when we fight something off and hate it and resist it and constantly try to change it, it will seem to remain more stuck, but which I just mean it doesn't go anywhere. We're setting up a struggle between this moment and what we want it to be or think it could or should or must or might be. Now, that response is very common. It's what we do. No blame here. Please, 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 no blame. And that's a beautiful step. Get rid of the blame. Let's forget about the blaming ourselves. Oh, I failed. I'm a failure. That also comes with the idea that I'm stuck or I'm helpless or I've failed someone else. That could be even more painful, much more painful than the idea that I'm just a plain old failure myself. Of course, these thoughts are simply background music and they're illusions. They're tags that we put on situations. They're labels. I'm a failure. Actually, it's a very arrogant thought to think I'm a failure because we think, oh, yes, it's me. I'm in charge of this entire flow of the enormous universe. I, I have the ability to control everything and put myself just where I want at the moment that I think is right. I notice that that I, it's 
a very dangerous formation, that particular form of I. It's wanting to assert ourselves in opposition to the great, harmonious, perfect flow of the universe. The universe. Where the tides know just when high tide is and just when low tide comes. The universe knows that. The universe knows just how to digest your food. Exactly. You don't. You don't. The universe does. You don't know how to make a tree grow out of a seed. The universe does. And the universe has such perfect timing, wisdom, and purpose, too, in its own way. It's different from our I purpose. When we set ourselves up as separate from this huge, beautiful flow of life, when we judge it, when we hate it, when we try to conquer it, that word conquer is an important word, too, because it implies a battle. We're going to battle, and we're going to, I'm going to conquer the ocean. I'm going to make it low tide when I want it to be low tide and high tide. When I want it to be high tide, and I'm going to go down to this tree. It's a wonderful apple tree, and I'm going to demand that it gives me oranges. Me, 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 I, I, I. It's, what is that spirit within all of us? What is it? That is an incredible koan. Where does it come from? It seems, it comes with a strong energy and it can even seem as if it has some kind of wisdom or authority, but it's a false authority and it's not wisdom. In fact, even if we might have a little, that if that eye has a little bit of so-called gets its way, it trips up sooner or later because it's not in harmony with the great flow of the great wisdom of the universe. We're never stuck means the universe puts us always exactly where we belong for exactly the amount of time needed. Wow. Shocking, actually. If you really take that point in, not only is it enormously freeing, but it's shocking. It's freeing because we don't have to use our precious energy in struggling against what is. In fact, we can explore where we are. We can become interested in it. We can embrace it. We can be there. I'm sure all of us have maybe been out to dinner with someone or lunch or in a conversation with someone and we couldn't stand it. We wanted to be anywhere else. When is this conversation going to be over? (laughs) I'm stuck. When is this relationship going to be over? When is this moment going to be over? And when we have that attitude, the answer is never. (laughs) Because... We haven't yet met it. We haven't welcomed it and greeted it and lived it. Life insists that you live it, whether you want to or not. A relationship that is given to you or a moment or a place that is given to you insists that you be there and live it and taste it and swallow it and digest it and respond to it fully, truly. That's so beautiful. 
It might seem alarming, but it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. It gives deep meaning to whatever comes. And it gives us direction. Incredible direction. Be fully where you feel most stuck. Get rid of that label, I'm stuck. You're not stuck. You're just incomplete. And if you, for some reason, could escape from that conversation or that situation where you feel stuck, if by some chance you could, and people do, they get divorced, they run away, they do this or that, the same relationship will reappear (laughs) because you haven't lived it yet. It might be another person. It might be another place, but the same situation will reappear until it is fully lived, fully known. Wow. Fully known. So many of us feel unknown, unseen, unheard. They want to be fully known. That's a beautiful thing. And accepted and known, fully known. I want to be fully known. That's how the whole world feels. It wants to be fully known. Whether you find it boring, whether you feel stuck, whether you don't like it, nevertheless, it's come to you for a reason to be fully known. And somehow, you need to know that for some reason. That's something you need to know. Through and through. You know, we want to be fully known, but do we want to fully know what's right here in our life right now? How do you fully know something anyway? How do you fully know something? From the Zen point of view and from life's point of view, to really know something, you need to become it. You need to look through their eyes. You need to resonate, not to judge it, not to observe it from some distant spot, to be it, to become it. You know, when we eat, say we get a delicious bowl of soup. So when we eat the soup, yum, yum, we taste it, we savor it, we become, and we actually literally become the soup. The soup becomes us. Mmm. I said, that was so delicious. I felt so nourished. Not just by the soup, but by the whole experience of smelling it, tasting it, enjoying it, drinking it in. Delicious. Thank you. You know, it's very interesting. When we, we, when we could all sit together in person, and I had my little zendo, after especially our long all-day sits, I would always make pumpkin soup, because I love pumpkin soup. And, I would, and in the preparation for the all-day sitting, you know, in Zen, when we prepare for an all-day sit, or any sit, half an hour sit, whatever it is, cleaning, 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 you want to make sure the place is really spotless. And that, of course, is also already the practice has begun, a spotless place that assists our sitting, lifts us up, and we lift it up. <clears throat> so I would prepare and prepare, <clears throat> excuse me, and part of my wonderful preparation, I would be cooking this delicious pumpkin soup. And the odor of it, I put cinnamon in and cardamom in, it was really good, and maybe grate some apples in. And it would permeate the space as I'm preparing for, for folks to come to do zazen for the day or whatever we did. And that smell of that soup, mm, I really knew the soup. Everybody And everybody who came really was looking forward to that soup. 
the smell of the soup even as you walked into the apartment. That soup is Zazen, not any less important, not any more important than our day. It, wasn't, it wanted to be tasted. It wanted to be known. It wanted to support our efforts. And in the same way, everything that comes to you in your life is like that pumpkin soup, really. It's come to you. It's complicated. It has a lot of, lot of steps in coming, a lot of moments. I first got the pumpkin. I had grated the apples. I heated the water. Many steps. And that's true for everything. And if you might feel stuck, just take a step back and realize you are exactly where you belong. Exactly. And embody that. Accept that. Be there. Be there fully. Make your bowl of pumpkin soup, whatever that means to you. Something to enhance something to enjoy in the condition that you're in, something to share. You know, in our Zen practice, we sit and we don't get off the cushion till the bell rings. And as I was describing those all-day sittings, which I, we do them online now, but I miss very much doing them together in person, and that's fine. We will when we can, but the point is... Sometimes we may feel stuck in the middle of a sitting. It hurts. We want to get up. We want to move. We don't move. We don't move. We wait for the bell. And we all get up together when the bell rings. And it's a very interesting moment because there's no such thing as I'm, I can just pop up. I run away from the moment. We can't run away from anything in Zen practice. And even if we feel stuck, we just sit right through that. And that stuckness turns into something very different, something else. One moment stuck, one moment joyful. And then the bell rings and we get up and we're walking slowly with everyone else. Very interesting. No such thing as stuck. Just the next moment to be fully, fully present to. You know, each moment wants to be known just as it is. And it's sitting one moment, you can feel wonderful. The next moment, it could hurt. The next moment, you feel different again. The pain's gone. It comes. Whatever presents itself, it just wants to be known. No need to put a label over it. I'm stuck in this moment. I'm stuck in this experience. Take away the word stuck. I'm in this experience, so be in it. Know it. Feel it. Taste it. Embrace it. And as you do that, oh my goodness gracious, it must and it does naturally evolve and turn into something else. Just like your life will turn into something very different when you let go of being stuck or the illusion that you can be stuck. And when you say, oh yes, here I am, exactly where I belong. Thank you for this moment. And by saying thank you for this moment is just another way of entering the moment. You don't have to say that. I say it from time to time, but it's just another way of entering, reminding yourself to enter the moment.
and that you're not stuck. And it's not up to you ultimately to decide where and when you're going to be where you are. It happens at the perfect moment. Now, to develop that kind of, I don't want to use the word trust. It trust, is, but it's more than trust. It's a knowingness. It's a trust, but it's a knowingness. It's a knowingness of Dharma, of the Tao, whatever word you want to use, of the universe, of the flow, whatever word of the great endless movement of our lives and our hearts. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. It's just a pleasure to be with you. I send you many blessings and, and wishes for a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you. By the way, our URL is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. Um, if you want to reach me, you can at topspeaker at yahoo.com. And I'm very soon, even online, going to give a very wonderful workshop called Zen Play, Making Your Life into a Zen Koan. And we'll have a lot of fun together experiencing and exploring, actually embodying our lives and, and experiencing them very differently. Okay, have a good day. Bye-bye.